0: I'm Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 121. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, this afternoon, I want to welcome my beloved friend, Colleen. She and her husband, Michael, have been married 50 years this year. Do you think it's going to last? Oh, sure. (laughs) they have they are the proud parents of nine children aging from forty nine till twenty two They have three birth children and six adopted children, five of which are special needs kids. They have been in the trenches for many many years, and i Am on a little retreat with my friend Colleen and just said, please, please, could we do a recording? And she kind of rolled her eyes and headed for the hills, but I did not let her off the hook and you're going to be glad. So welcome, Colleen. Well, thank you. I'm <laughs> delighted to be here. You're not, but that's okay. <laughs> Colleen is a servant of the Lord that doesn't like to be in the spotlight, which is usually a good sign that someone has a lot to share. So we've been having some great conversations today. About your story, things I never knew. Uh, you and Matt, you and Michael met each other during the Jesus movement. Yes. Yeah. You were raised, both of you, I would assume, going to church. Mm, yes. But really, came. What what changed for you during the Jesus movement?
1: Um, it, rather than just a lot of ritual, it seemed real to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew Jesus was real. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I knew that he could
0: lead me. Yes, you could hear his voice? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And tell me about um, how the Lord, you, you got married pretty quickly. That yes. was typical of the Jesus movement. We didn't mess around. <laughs> we got married fast. And um, immediately you were kind of thrown in the deep end. Yes. Tell us about the first ministry that the Lord threw you into.
1: Hmm. Well, We came home from our honeymoon of a week in the North Woods, (laughs) and uh, right away we were living with people that needed us. Yes, and people that came alongside us to help.
0: So So kind of a Christian community, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Right, Mm -hmm. and um, it—it wasn't my first choice, actually. Because I wanted to be with my husband alone, alone making eyes at each other, right? But the Lord didn't have that in no, mind, <laughs> no. And so I knew that someday it may happen, and uh,
0: until then, <laughs> be faithful. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then your pastor uh, asked you to do something pretty yes. amazing. Tell me, he
1: asked us to um, move to Manoa, and Wisconsin, right? And um, started a Christian drug rehabilitation center. Mm -hmm. And uh, needless to say, I felt pretty inadequate about that, but my husband
0: (laughs) um, didn't, Uh and we went. Yes you were faithful. Yes. And it was an old nursing home. The pills were still in the little cups. Mm-hmm. It had just been walked out of. Right. And left everything as it right. was. Right. It
1: was 40-room brick building in the country.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and we made it a home, you know, and... Which you do, wherever you go. And collected, thanks to Ian Schaefer. <laughs> <laughs> you were modeling the Labrie yes. model? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, um... We started helping people that needed help, I guess yeah 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 and uh, and I also had a baby yes. at the time <laughs> yes and uh, Michael used to keep her quiet by putting her face down while he sat in a wheelchair and wheel around <laughs> so she could watch the floor go by <laughs>
0: i never knew that yeah that's why she's so brilliant today. yes yes so that was mariah mm-hmm. and she's 49 years old that's and right and a reader and lover of oh, books Oh, yes second to none absolutely she read so much when
1: she when she first learned to read that the doctors would say don't let her read so much right you know? right exactly because
0: her she needed glasses at a young age yes i hear you me too <laughs> so then um you stayed in that ministry for how long that was called New Life. Right. Right? So like uh, years or months? Oh, years. A couple of years. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then your pastor had another idea for you. What was that? You went somewhere after that. What was it? You were telling me. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> you, you have so many pieces to this story. But as time wore on, um, the Lord began to really lay the pro-life movement. Right. On your heart. Right. Tell us about that.
1: Well, first, though, we moved to Menasha and okay. got regular jobs. Okay. I worked part time, You worked full time. Right. And, uh, and we Did adopted. You another... okay. We adopted, you adopted a son. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I can't believe it, but I admitted that it was kind of boring that way. And so,
0: <laughs>
1: so we decided to um, move to Oshkosh and be the house parents of delinquent girls.
0: Okay. And you did that for a while? We
1: did that for, I can't
0: remember how long. Okay. Perhaps
1: five, six years. Okay. And my husband went to school okay. in Oshkosh yes. at the time. Yes. And um, I had a baby. Yes, number two. Number three. Well, yeah, no, two oh, three Oh, three. So, child.
0: Okay. Sorry. Yeah, Elsa.
1: Yeah. Yes, Elsa. And um, uh, after that,
0: we do is that when you heard the person coming no and, oh. no
1: then we moved to um back to Manawa. okay and the the place that we had been living was now a retreat center by the same pastor okay. so we helped him with that oh At, but we had bought a house but okay. we didn't live in it yet
0: okay <laughs> uh, we rented doing it ministry <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah.
1: and then we finally
0: um, you heard that person speak.
1: Yeah, but then we went to the. We moved into our own house. Oh, okay. okay. And then we had ducks and chickens and, oh yeah, goat milk goats and gardens and, you oh, know, oh yeah, and another baby. Yes. It's so Fritha. that was Fritha. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And, and and
1: then that's where we
0: were when we heard the pro life uh, speaker. Mm-hmm. And what uh, what was the message that really grabbed you?
1: Um. Everything, really. Yes. Everything grabbed me. Yes. You know, I had all my questions answered, like, yes. what if the baby's unwanted? There's no unwanted babies. Yes. You know, that kind of thing.
0: Yes. No unwanted babies. Yes, there are. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Why are there no unwanted babies? Because
1: somebody wants that baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: new new information. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and then, so, what did you do with her And then promotion? we... Uh,
1: we were in a house church, um, but the, pa- the um, pastor that told us about, that came and spoke to us in the house church, yes. said he was going on a cross-country tour huh. with another pastor to raise awareness, and uh, called it was called Project Save Our Babies, and they had a house next to an abortion clinic in Appleton. Oh, and They weren't
0: living the dream, were they? No. If the... American dream of the perfect house with the white picket fence. I know where I want to live. I want to live next to an abortionary. Is that what you call it? Yeah. What, abortion, abortuary, yeah. Whatever we call it. I mean, imagine that. How these are people that were on the front lines. Yes, they? they were. Wow. They Really were. Wow. And uh, they, so their wives and these pastors went on this cross. The pitch. wives,
1: what stayed home? Oh, they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought. Okay. Okay. All right. And took care of the children. Yes. And other things. Yes. um, So we said we'd do it.
0: You would do what?
1: We'd move next door. They asked us to fill in for them in the office. Okay. Um, Okay. And that's what we did for a year. Okay. And that was also our first year of homeschooling because Uh we knew it was a limited service. And... I didn't, didn't you, want to pull my kids in and out of schools, you yes know? yes. so we decided that we decided to homeschool. Okay, and that was and a what whole new methodology
0: world. were you using? Um, had you been reading Dr. Moore?
1: Yes, mm-hmm. and well,
0: all Holt. kinds of people. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah okay, yes. I, I thought so. so.
1: Yeah. So but also don't... listening to people, so okay. you know it took us a while to sift it all down and yeah. find out what worked for us. That's but, right. That's right. But um, while we were there for a year, we thought that the Lord was leading us to um, start a maternity home. Okay. And so we started looking around when our term was almost up for a place. Okay. And we found a place in Wild Rose, and we were there for maybe a year and a half, but found that it didn't really serve our purpose because it was such a small community. So. So while uh, Michael was speaking at different places, um, churches yes. Um, yes. all over the state, yes, and there are peeps there, saw some church ladies from uh, Catholic Church in Wisconsin Rapids that said they knew of a really good place for us. <laughs> and uh, yes. they talked to the father, and he said, Sure, sounds good, and so we moved in. The only restriction was that we don't pound any holes in the walls. Uh-huh. <laughs> And what was this place? A gas
0: station? A convent. A <laughs> convent. <laughs> and that's where you, I came into your lives yes. and fell in love with your family. Yeah. So I was speaking at the state convention in right. Wisconsin. you were. And I stayed in that convent. Yes, you did. And I was so impressed with... First of all, the way everything was decorated, every church in your community had chosen a room mm-hmm. for the guests right. to decorate. So each room was different. Right. Each room had kind of a theme. Uh huh. It, it was, was so
1: just, sweet. It sure was. Yeah. <laughs> it was sweet just to watch them, how excited they were. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was such a blessing to us oh. to, to see the the community really back come us up. together. Mm-hmm. That's right. And mm. they gave us so much. You know. The, free haircuts free this free that free chiropractor whatever you know they were just such they they, loved you they really did
0: yes yes and every need was met yes every need that's
1: right. And even if we were going to be a little short, yeah. Michael would pray with the girls, and it would come in, you yes, know, and then they yeah. would be amazed. Yes. It was really... <laughs> <laughs> How
0: beautiful. So you had a parade of young women. Uh, we did. We had room for eight. I don't think
1: we ever were up to eight. Okay. But um, we had a lot of women
0: I come through. I bet you did. Yes. I bet you did. And in the course of that time, was it that... Uh, Petrea came into your lives, or was that late? Yes. No, she,
1: we always did an interview, of course, with, with the prospective residents, and the parents, if they're involved, and, uh, and Michelle came with her parents, Mark and Judy, and, and during the interview, she said, or Judy said, the mother, uh, the grandmother, right, Mm -hmm. she said, well, Michelle's worried because she thinks no one will want her baby because... It's um, biracial. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, we'll take her. <laughs> and then Judy... And then Michael fainted. Yeah. And Judy said, maybe you guys should talk. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So we got her. <laughs> and Thank Michelle you. and her family have been dear people,
0: Ever dear friends, since. yes. Yes, yeah, so it was a beautiful open adoption. Right and Petrea was the light of your life. Yes. She was. So I have to tell a little story to our listeners, just a little segue here. Okay. So, um, Mariah, your oldest, mm-hmm. who is very much a product of the Labrie philosophy of raising children and beauty and art and music. Mm-hmm. Mariah decided that little Petrea, who was kind of her mascot, was going to know all the artists and their work. And so she would sit with Petrea on her lap, and Mariah was about, <clears throat> what, about 16 years old? or uh, something like some, that. Yeah. And, and Petrea was two, a baby. A baby. Yeah, a two. One and a half. Two and a half, yeah, a toddler. A but teenager. talking full oh, sentences. Oh, absolutely gone. genius. And and Mariah would turn, she would have a big art book that, that Petrea had memorized, and she would turn the page, and she would point, and Petrea would say, girl in blue chair mary cassatt and then mariah would turn the page and it would be the next painting and the next artist and i will never forget that and how people think that little children need to be looking at you know bozo the clown or something but how when you raise a child with beauty and excellence and um the arts and just culture when you raise a child in a cultured home it becomes part of their dna it's not like now we're going to have music appreciation and then we're going to do art you know it isn't like that no. it's just part of who that child becomes that's right mm. that's right she was she was a very quick exceptional. she was <laughs> yeah. a very exceptional child yeah, she was so after Petrea, um you were living in the convent mm-hmm. and house house parents. Yes, but,
1: and we had wonderful funding. Yes, uh, and uh, let's see, we even hired a social worker. And okay. you know, we we were doing you did
0: birth. You did yes. birth classes. Mm-hmm. We, you were yeah. using, I think, the Bradley method uh, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. referring to Doctor Sears. And, right, and you became a La Leche League leader. Well, that. I was before then. Yeah, That oh, okay. I. I, uh, you were operating and all that.
1: Right, and I used to make uh, baby quilts with each of the girls, you know. Aww. Take them to the fabric store, and they would pick out,
0: Aww.
1: you know. And that was always fun.
0: Oh, yeah, because you're a brilliant sewer, which mm-hmm. is another part of your ministry. So then the convent, they needed the space. that mm-hmm. The diocese asked, you know, said... We need this back, right, and you'd been there for many years right right
1: and the, and the building was starting to need a lot of care uh, care too, yes, even though it's a big brick building, it had it know, needed a new boiler mm-hmm, new windows mm-hmm. yeah, so um we started looking around for another place to live, yes, and couldn't find any, mm-hmm. and the church was patient with us and we couldn't we looked and looked. Yes. We were willing to relocate, but yes. we needed something. We needed a lot of bedrooms. Yes. And um, couldn't find any. And then we got a huge donation that allowed us to that encouraged us to build. And so we looked for land.
0: Yes. And you found land with a house on it. Right. The original farmhouse? Right. Mm-hmm. But that was we
1: we had found that before. Oh. We had and we had hired new house parents and we were living in this oh. old farmhouse okay. in the country um, with 37 acres and then we um, finally thought we'll just sell off some acreage to, to the ministry and um, build there. Okay. Which turned out to be very convenient, of yeah. course. Yeah. And the name of the ministry when did you actually develop the name? For the oh, industry? when we first opened in, in the con. When we first opened in Wild Rose, oh. okay, Bethbury. Um, okay, and what does Bethbury mean? Um, House of a creative one.
0: Oh, so nice. It's, it's
1: really pronounced "bait," but it's oh, spelled "beth." That's It's Beth. Yeah.
0: Oh, thank you for that. I didn't well, know that. I know, but nobody ever oh, calls really. it that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my phone calls it Beth Beriah when, when I call you. <laughs> really? Yeah, so I've learned to just say, call Beth Be- Baria. I think it says it. <laughs> but anyway, so B-I-R-E-A. E-I. E-I. Oh, that's right. Okay so go ahead so then you built this beautiful mm-hmm. kind of Northwoods lodge mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um and the and girls were still coming yes and and then when did things start to change How well many
1: we noticed ago? a change in the girls attitude yeah. for one thing mm-hmm. um they when we first opened the girls were thankful and yes. eager for the help yes. and direction, and you know, we didn't tell them what to do but yes. gave them as much information as we could yes. but at the end they just wanted, they wouldn't come to their classes, mm-hmm. they just wanted, because you were doing parenting classes right, and birth and, classes, mm-hmm. yeah. and they just wanted their free stuff and mm-hmm. it was pretty disheartening um, kind of an entitlement atmosphere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then we lost our funding. Okay. And we that was a, a real difficult time for us because yes. we um, ended up losing our house. Yes. And uh, we had by then adopted another child, um, Durabian. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, who was very special needs. Yes. Yes. And um, is he completely African American? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he's one of my favorite of your children. Yeah. I love him so I much. I know, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> They're all precious. Go ahead.
1: And so we went through a difficult time, yeah. but um, we came out the other end, by God's grace, yes. you know, and decided to still take care of people, but it would be... Different.
0: Uh, it would be disabled adults. Right. Like mentally challenged adults. Right. right. Which, again, is a very pro life mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. So, what you and Michael have modeled for me is that these people also have value. Mm-hmm. They and do. And they're not the disposable members of our society. Right. And you treat them with yeah. dignity and honor and with a sense of humor. Yeah. You always, in your house, there's always laughter with your mm-hmm. special needs adults, mm-hmm. which, you know, some people would not see it as fun. Yeah. But you've just have just Most of the joy. time. <laughs> well, of course. It's mm-hmm. a, it couldn't be a more challenging ministry. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can be violent. They can be angry. They're mm-hmm. unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys hang in there. Michael, in particular, being the primary mm-hmm. caregiver. Yes, he is. Usually they're men.
1: Right. They've always been men. Yes, except the one. Except for the the one one that's coming.
0: That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and you've been doing that for how many years? Many years, right? Yeah, um, I'd say fifteen. I was going to guess fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yeah, Yeah, and it and it just ministers to me every time I come to your house. Then, after um, you had Darabian. Then, your little heart still had room in it, and I'm sure the rest of the family was like, seriously? Yeah, that, that was really uh-huh. true.
1: The rest of the family were like, come on.
0: Yeah, enough <laughs> is enough. Right. But you were like, no, mm-hmm. and so tell us the
1: story. So then we um, adopted two half-brothers. Mm-hmm. Sibling. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And um, Jason was four, and Giovanni was almost 2 mm-hmm and
0: uh and what was their history what was their medical? well
1: their birth mom was a drug addict mm-hmm. and she had really left the 4-year-old at the daycare and yeah. never picked him up yeah. she left town yeah. and um the youngest one was not and neither one was easily um attached yes They both both had attachment disorders, which means they never were nurtured
0: when they were babies. So they weren't able to connect with people? Right, right. So reactive attachment disorder, which you've taught me about Mm -hmm. over the years, means that they don't have normal sensibilities like how they treat animals, how they treat younger children, things like that. Right,
1: or even morally. I yes. mean, there's there's a lot that goes on there, and I don't profess to be an authority well, on it at all. You know a lot. But we did at one point put Jason, in, the older one, in a high chair yes. with a bib on. Yes. And uh, we did a lot of different therapies with him. Yes. And with the younger one, too. But The younger one was more violent. Yes. You know, he got kicked out of Head Start because yes. he was too violent. Yes. And that kind of thing. But yes. Um, he's really calm now. He is and <laughs> he he's is. really sweet. He's very sweet. Yeah. And, and I loyal. Would have
0: never believed it because yeah. I know that people were afraid of him. Yes, they were. were. He had no ability to control or moderate. And him. he had no fear, you yeah.
1: know, he would just wander up. And, you know, no oh, and yeah. things like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, no
0: self protection. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And you were at what age raising these two very We were fifty when we got boys. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And that that was difficult. It was very difficult. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, visiting your home, I mm-hmm. would just think, Oh my, I mean this is this is the big leagues mm-hmm. here that you've, <laughs> You know, and you weren't 20 years old doing right, it either. Right, right. And you had a large family mm-hmm. and lots of ministry mm-hmm. um, activities going on mm-hmm. and responsibilities. And then to bring these boys in. But if you hadn't, who would have? Yeah. I don't know. No one. I don't right. know. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: They were, we had them in. Um we actually had them in music lessons, and that was I going remember. really well. Yeah, yeah. We had, and went at our peak. We had two violins, two cellos, and
0: two voice. <laughs> and <laughs> and you were driving all the way to Wisconsin to, to um, Stevens Point mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. university, which right. was a big ordeal. It was a big ordeal getting mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And in, Durabian besides. is doing voice. Right. And I still remember him singing. Oh, like from Porgy and Bass, and different things. And he, as as Mike used to say, he looked like an African king. He did. He did. He He had um, dignity about him, didn't he? Yes. Mm -hmm. So amazing. Yeah. That was inborn, whatever that was. Yes, yes. But you and Michael have, you know, people that don't understand the pro-life movement say, well, you know, these Christians, they just want people to, you know continue their pregnancies, but they're not there for them when mm. that baby is born. They don't provide, they don't house, they don't shelter. Mm-hmm. But you and Michael have really exemplified what it means to be pro-life in the true sense of that word, Colleen. And and I have been ministered to, and my life has been changed, A, by your children, all of whom I love, and B, by your and Michael's sacrificial lifestyle when when people have asked you to do things i think of elijah who said here am i send me and that's what you and michael said you were never like yeah let me think about this let me talk to you know it's not really going to be good for my investment portfolio (laughs) you know you have lived a life of sacrifice and a life of faith and you have given up just as Jesus said, any man who gives up lands and home and father and mother and you know you can mm-hmm. finish it, um, will have in this life, 100 fold and in the life to come, eternal life. Mm-hmm. And you and Michael have done that. You've had no security of any kind Mm-mm. all the years I've known you. I don't know how you've done it. You show constant hospitality. Anytime you have company, it's not just a meal. It's a feast. You serve, you give. You and Michael both have the gift of giving. And I never see you that you don't have at least one, if not more, presents with you. You send my grandchildren presents, even before you'd ever met them. They're (laughs) receiving presents, handmade, sewn, beautiful things that you've created. You live the Christian life. (laughs) And only in heaven will we really know what you and Michael have done. Because much of it has been done secretly and without any fanfare. But to those of you of of your friends, like me, who know you up close and personally, who've spent time with your family and in your home, your impact is... I, I can't count it. I can't measure it. But knowing you has changed my life. And it isn't just all sitting around singing hymns together. I mean, we have fun together. We do projects together. We just we're kindred spirits. Mm-hmm. We read the same books. Mm-hmm. We like the same things. Yes, we do. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> you're a great teacher. <laughs> no, no, you're the one who teaches me. I mean, the first time I walked into your house all those years ago in the convent, mm-hmm. we went downstairs into the lower level of that convent. Mm-hmm. And there was a library. Mm-hmm. And it was around the entire circumference of this huge room (laughs) and it was every great book known to man Mm. and that's when i knew that you were my kindred spirit (laughs) and that we were going to be friends forever and our boys were what probably nine years old at the time yeah and now 43 and caleb sadly has passed away but how old would caleb be now (laughs) Forty-five? Yeah. Yeah, 45 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, we go way back. I don't know if this friendship's going to last, but <laughs> <laughs> it sure has been, wow. we've been with each other through thick and thin. Yes, we have. Some really hard things with me, and I just treasure you and Michael. I wish you wow. he were here with us. We're on retreat, and he's home, tending the home fires and taking right. care of the... Um, needy adults in your life and I have the only car yeah (laughs) (laughs) you live a very simple life you buy your clothes at thrift stores Mm -hmm. and you know you you could have probably been very financially successful but you've lived lives of sacrifice Mm -hmm. and when we get to heaven we're gonna see the fruit of this and we're going to all feel like paupers. Mm. And you're going to be, Please. yeah, yeah, mm. it's going to be great. I mean, people are going to be like, who's that? Walking around with that big crown. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I
1: don't know so, about that. But anyway, thank you, Carol. Mm-hmm. Thank it's, you for your compliments. Oh, it's been a, so an encouragement, good. as that is your big gift. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I hope so. But yes. I have many, <laughs> many lacking areas. Well, me too.
0: Oh, thank you, Colleen, so much. and. Thank Thank you, listeners, for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. I love to help families homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. When you help me get the word out about what I'm doing here, I appreciate it so much. Until next time, remember, Jesus' commandments are not burdensome. What he calls you to do, he will enable you to do. Yes,
1: that's true.
0: Blessings.